When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. (laughs) 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 Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Rambles Podcast. Presented to you by Flawless Doses Media. We back. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Y'all already know who the fuck I am and why I be. Um, my AKA for today is a uh, random baby daddy number 10. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure my friends and my co-hosts. Oh, no. Oh, hi. Um, oh no, Jeremy. Um, it's Candace, <laughs> not so newlywed PC on all social media. Um, you know, leave leave Pookie and them alone. Okay, don't leave them alone because they pan sagging. Leave them alone because it looks like it smells crazy in there. It looks like it's. It, you know what? Mm-mm. <laughs> them niggas look like they stink. They just, everybody teeth, it looked like it's plaque buildup everywhere. It, <clears throat> lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. Hey, Adrian. Hey. <laughs> it's Adrian, a.k.a. Don't give me no chocolate cake with no vanilla frosting if I ask for a chocolate cake. If I no, I'm not going to be just chocolate, grateful for it. If I ask for chocolate, chocolate, <laughs> okay? I ask for chocolate, chocolate. Don't be a shitty gift giver. If I mean, I'm one of those people that, that's that, the overall thing. I don't feel like I hate people who say gift cards and cash is impersonal are either cheap or they're not good gift givers. Because if I just want a gift card to my favorite place, or if I could just use the cash to put towards something that I really want, just do that and stop buying shit off and stop buying something else that people didn't ask for. People give registries for a reason. What they put on the registry is exactly what they wanted. God damn. Also, a lot of people are stupid. Very stupid. And comfortable in their stupidity. And that's what bothers my spirit. I like people to be embarrassed that they stupid. Bring back shame. Bring back shame. I've been saying it. Speaking of shame, y'all, we're back. Another, we, we've been doing bi-weekly episodes because we're just discussing Real Housewives of Atlanta and Love and Marriage Detroit. Um, I'm going to be honest. I know a lot of y'all like some of the white shows, some of the white Real Housewives and some other white reality shows. And we don't, I mean, aside from Salt Lake City, we don't really play in the snow here. Shout out to you, Adrian. We don't do too much playing in the snow. I feel like it's a lot of podcasts that do cover a lot of white reality TV shows. That's just really not us. We might cover one or two, um, but don't expect that from us. I mean, just is what it is. 
I mean, um, I, do, I do enjoy some white nonsense. I'm not going to hold you, but this podcast is strictly mostly for the niggas. Yeah, it's for the niggas. And there is a show I am interested in seeing what it's about. And it's like The House of Villains. Have y'all seen that? Yes. Okay, I'm interested in checking that out and, and maybe adding that to our to our lineup. Um, but there's so wrong. many. Yeah, it's so many shows about to roll back in. Um, as we get into the late summer, early fall, we got Married to Medicine coming back, Real Housewives of Potomac, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, what else? What else? Love and Marriage Huntsville, Love and Marriage DC, Bell Collective. Like we're gonna be packed. We're gonna be packed. And some stuff might get to the Patreon. Not gonna hold you. Did y'all see the Love and Marriage Huntsville super trailer? Yes, I did. Sheree keep taking L's because in that goddamn super trailer, Martell is buying male roses, having sit-downs with him. He is wearing rings that male once bought him. He is talking about he's trying to speak it back into existence. And we've, we've said this. If nobody said this, we have said this. Martell has never stopped one Melody back. Now, we don't know if he wants her back because he loves her or he wants her back because he realizes that she was the key to his financial well-being. But he has consistently wanted that lady back. And again, Mel don't want shit to do with that man. But what was so interesting about that super trailer is that we see Stormy's husband getting into it with Marceau. We see Maurice getting into it with Marceau. Um... And we finally see that fake, perfect facade bullshit that Marceau and Tisha have been trying to make people believe come to a head because it seems like there has been some infidelity on both parts and shit is about to get very real. And Maurice and Kimmy are about to come to a head about this sex life shit. That's about to get very real. Uh, Shit. It looked really good. It's, it looks like Carlos King is finally making these motherfuckers put up or shut up. About damn time, shit. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. Uh, <laughs> this ain't the this ain't the this ain't the Patreon, but I'm gonna say it way. I am as dumb as she is, or as ditzy as she is, rather I should say, because she's not dumb. But woman, like regardless of her being with her niggas, the woman got smarts. Um, as fine as Tisha is. I am not shocked in the slightest. As fine as she is and as ridiculous as her nigga is, I am not surprised that she been cheating on that nigga back. I ain't, I ain't shocked in the slightest. Yeah. Because, I, again, this ain't the... Fuck it. Fuck it. I don't give a damn Patreon or not. I'm going to say it. You, you know Marceau ain't hitting that right. You know he not. You know he not. Mm-hmm. You, you... Like, look at that motherfucker. Yeah. So good for you, Tisha. Listen, outside dick will will keep you from being sick. I tell you what. <laughs> uh, oh, we are on one today. Um, <laughs> also, the reunion trailer dropped for Real Housewives of Atlanta, and the girls wasn't it part going... three of the reunion or just the reunion itself. Um, no, so the season finale is tonight. 
So the reunion hadn't even started. So this was just kind of like the reunion trailer, period. Uh, and it looked like the girls is fitting to eat Drew up. Can I say this? It is a damn shame that the fucking reunion trailer looks better than the entirety of the fucking season. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Which we're going to get to Real Housewives of Atlanta. But I just, I just, I have some thoughts before we go there. Um, over the weekend, Bambi, Erica Mena, and Zell Swag were arrested after fighting with the police in a club. And in the video, you can see Saucy Santana grab his pocketbook and switch <clears throat> right on up out the club. Move. Move. And then Saucy <laughs> Santana made a video and said what basically happened was Erica Mena got sloppy fucking drunk in the club got belligerent and aggressive when security tried to de-escalate the situation she got violent then the police was called and they tried to basically arrest her and so she attacked and hit a police officer then Bambi and Zell Swag jumped in trying to help Erica and so they ended up being arrested as well for obstruction and battery First things first, that bitch is a white woman. There is never a reason for your black ass to jump in and help no white woman when it comes to the police. Because you can rest assured that they're not going to kill the bitch. You might not be so lucky. And this <sighs> is why, if I'm being honest, I don't um, I don't subscribe to having uh, many non-black friends. Because non-black people don't care what type of danger they put you in. We are still in a time when police love turning black people into Swiss cheese just because they can. So as a non-black friend, you have a responsibility to not bring that type of trouble and worry and danger to your black friend's feet. Bitch, take your drunk ass and sit on that lady couch and unpack your trauma where your man will your ex-man that you still fucking who don't pay his baby his child support on time is concerned. But you couldn't be no friend of mine after this bitch. Because if the, pol- if the police couldn't kill you, they would have damn sure shot one of their black asses. Especially Zell. Which, never mind, never mind. Um, okay, I'm glad we were thinking it. <laughs> which, I was about to go there. <laughs> um, Just stupid. You too old to be sloppy, so sloppy drunk that you're fighting club security and the police. You've got three children at home. Yeah, maybe that's why she was here. She, she was trying to drink it away dealing with Safari's stupid ass. Well, that's a choice that as we, if you haven't, please go subscribe to Ratchet Reloaded because we discuss love and hip hop and parts of love and hip hop Miami. Um, And you don't want to miss out because we definitely ran a mile today on these motherfuckers. And a lot of Erica's issues where Safari are concerned are self-inflicted. And as Adrian said, we do not feel sorry for her. He's such a deadbeat, an awful person, but you still fucking him, actively fucking him. That deadbeat dick made that whole sick. Literally. Literally. I'll be here all week. Goodbye. <laughs> let's get into the show. Let's <laughs> let's let's get into Real Housewives of Atlanta because um this this episode, this um it left me a little speechless. I I wonder what type of help Sheree needs to keep negativity from around her doorstep. Because when it comes to men. She gonna take a L every fucking time. But when I tell you I was fucking appalled that Bob Whitfield came to this sip and see for their granddaughter Mecca 
and brought his daughter, who Sheree never knew existed, had her in family pictures, had her all in Sheree's home, and never so much as opted to introduce that woman as his daughter is fucking sick. And this is why, again, I feel like if he would have had more TV time, Bob would go down as one of the biggest villainous husbands in reality TV history. He is just a piece of shit and a terrible human being. And what made it worse is that Sheree's children have spent time with their sister. She's been at countless family functions and they never even had the courtesy to introduce their mom or tell their mom about this woman. Everybody involved down the baby Mecca could kiss the crack of my ass. I mean that that's, it's just a level of disrespect because I don't think Sheree would have fucking cared, but to be sneaking this, not, I won't even say sneaking to have this woman in my house, not introduce her, not say who she is and then and then say something and act like the shit is all good. That's fucking weirdo behavior, Bob. And when asked why he never told Sheree, gonna say, well, it was on a need to know basis and she didn't need to know. <laughs> just, just a shitty person. Just a shitty ass individual and a human being. Now, what I want, do want to talk about is Drew need the right acting role because Mama puts on an acting, she puts on a master class in theatrics on this fucking show because refusing to come into Sheree's house because you had a falling out in the club with your former assistant, Anthony, and acting like that man was going to jump on you, talk about he threw a shoe at you, but not before you told everybody he threw a purse at you. You threw a purse at him and he threw a shoe back it's so much it's dramatic as hell and i'm not driving all the way to nobody's house to stand outside at the sip and see i'm finna do some sipping see this little motherfucking baby eat some hors d'oeuvres and take my ass home you know good fucking well production wasn't finna let that man do nothing to you cut it the fuck out drew which y'all kirk's outside wife rashida um, <laughs> Kirk's outside wife Rashida took to the internet this week or last week should I say because today is Sunday took to the internet this week to tell everybody that basically Drew is a fucking liar and she and Ty Young are far more than friends they are they have a romantic situation going on and that Drew is just downplaying it, to which Drew responded, Rashida, you need to tend to Kirk and his three earrings and mind your business. And both things can be true. Drew is a fucking liar, and Rashida need to worry about her husband's um, girlfriends and outside children. Cause well, was, inside children, because Rashida is the one on the outside looking in consistently. Because I was about to say, um, first of all, outside wife, you ain't shit. That might be a show title. Um, second of all, who are the mother of fuck ass Rashida in a guy? Girl, this ain't even, huh? You on a whole different ass damn show. That no. <laughs> uh, and also, let me say this. I want to say this. Because in a trailer for the reunion, Candy tells Drew... Um, you all you do is gaslight Ralph and so on and so forth. First of all, I'm, mm. I'm gonna circle back to that, but this is the same Drew that up on a whim left his home 
for 72 hours, went to Florida. His wife didn't know. He refused to answer her phone calls, did not tell her where he was at or who he was with. And when he came back, he acted like nothing fucking happened. Even if Drew did cheat on Ralph, so fucking what? He started the chaos and calamity. He kicked off the dishonesty and the disrespect. So I don't give a fuck if Drew cheated on Ralph. I need to, I need us to really like stop championing for, for niggas who are dirty as fuck. Drew been a, I mean, Ralph been a dirty ass nigga from that whole 72 hour bullshit to gaslighting Drew's son about adopting him. It's a nigga to name always Ralph, being her sake. biggest hater. Right. Always telling her what she can and can't do and what she good and not good at and shit like that. Who the fuck if Drew cheated on her good for her? And I hope that pussy, I hope the coochie she was bumping was fucking spectacular. If, I do if, not give a fuck. If if Drew cheated on Ralph, she just literally got her lick back. Literally. <laughs> y'all are y'all are unserious. Kiss that clip back. Unserious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She literally, she didn't go tit for tat. She went tit to tit. A comeback, I tell you what. <laughs> Coochie kisses is back. Like what are we? Like what are we doing here? What are like, we fucking talking about? It'll like be why a are we cold acting? Day in hell, before you make me feel bad for a nigga named Ralph. Hell could freeze over, unthaw, become hell again, and freeze over again, and I still wouldn't feel like Drew did anything wrong because if. If it's one thing I believe with absolute certainty, it's that Ralph has cheated on Drew far more than she ha- will ever cheat on him. I mean, not only that, hell, Ralph is man- manipulative as fuck, emotionally abusive as fuck. So again, with any type of wrong thing or you know morally incorrect thing Drew might have done in that relationship, nigga, it is it. We even if for as far as I'm concerned, we even. It pales in comparison to the shit it's, that that Ralph has done within that within that marriage. I like do not give a fuck about none of that, and I just really hate to see women be so fucking weird. First of all, Candy, the last person to let the word gaslight and fall off of their fucking lips should be you. When you literally sit and watch your mama gaslight and disrespect the fuck out of Todd. Every time a camera is fucking rolling and a microphone is in her fucking face, you need to sweep in your own motherfucking kitchen before you worry about what's going on in Drew and Ralph's. Because it has been it has been 87 years now that Joyce fuck ass Bob wearing ass has been disrespecting Todd. And your only response I mean, has been, well, that's my mama. I mean, I mean point taken candace but i'll go a step further damn todd hell disrespecting you candy irregardless of todd like your mama talk crazy to you about you and gas like you about it and you don't say shit to her hello your own mama <laughs> your own mama punk you out about you absolutely and you don't absolutely. say shit like candace said you just be like well that's just how my mama is bitch excuse me and also, whatever this movie is that Ty is got coming out, it's it's on Peacock right now that Drew is in. It's definitely oh. probably given to be. Oh, that, oh, that's that, that's the thing. I thought that was just you know something. No, it's on it's on Peacock right now. I may watch it just to make fun. Oh, mm. but then I well, don't love the coin in their pocket. Oh. I do too. I do too. And speaking of, 
Um, that's really all I have for the episode. It wasn't nothing too much more than that. Um, Carlos King sat down with Kenya and also did a two-part interview similar to what he did with Nene. And so a few things stuck out to me in that interview. And Kenya said that she feels like the way the latest cast members get on the show has ruined the show because they just start filming and they get a contract and they, they never basically test them to see how they will fare with the viewers. Kenya said that she was, she had filmed like five, six episodes and they were airing before she ever got her, her contract for that season when she was first introduced. And how, you know, the new girls have really taken away from the show and this, that, and the third. And to that, I want to say the irony jumped out because I agree with Nini when she said Kenya, Kenya really shifted the trajectory of the show because she took these beefs with these women so serious that she started digging into their personal lives outside the show and trying to have gotcha moments and shit like that. Like literally she was so low down that Portia dragged her by her hair on the fucking reunion. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happened with the Bolo situation. Everybody sat idly by nobody called Kenya to the carpet about that Bolo situation. And it was a situation where two consenting adults may or may not have had sex. They allowed Kenya to turn that into a fucking witch hunt. And to me it signified that, the women even now do not like to film and have fun with Kenya because she acts so fucking weird. She changed. I agree with Nini about that. Kenya changed the trajectory of the show and the chemistry because she's always doing so fucking much trying to be seen and heard only for Kenya to say in this season, production cut a lot of her scenes and there, it feels like they're trying to, basically cut her out of the show and make her quit. And when Nene said this, everybody was silent. Mom was the word. And this is why it doesn't pay to sit back and be quiet when you see somebody being treated shitty, even if you don't necessarily have the best relationship with them at the time, because it'll be your fate soon as well. Everybody was quiet when Nene was saying what she was saying, but now all these other housewives have been coming out saying the same thing. When it's their time to go or when they being paid too much or when they refuse to share certain aspects of their life, Andy and the production team basically start cutting them out of the show little by little. But you sat quietly. So now it's show fake, Kenya, and you don't bring nothing to the show. You have not brought anything to that show in a very long, good while. You literally snuck off and got married to Mark, did that and didn't want production involved. You were pregnant. Didn't want too much of that on camera. Going through a divorce. Don't want that on camera. All of the shit that should have been in front of the camera, you didn't want it in front of the camera. And now you crying boohoo buckets of tears because production don't give a fuck. Anything that's interesting about you, you don't want on camera. So don't be on camera, period. Oh, fucking well. Good riddance. Part of me, while I do agree, part of me wonders if legally... Maybe Mark did something because I'm remembering when her, when her and Mark uh, were together. And wh- while not only Kenya didn't want to share a lot, 
Shit, I, I remember at least about two episodes where Mark shut like camera. He was like, get these cameras out of my fucking face. So I wonder if he also like tried to take some legal action to like keep King from sharing or talking too. Maybe. But I don't see anything. I feel like as much as people dig for stuff, if a judge had a gag order on what their divorce proceedings, I bet you we would know. That's fair. Because do y'all remember um on the original Basketball Wives when Royce was like, I can't discuss anything about Dwight Howard because yeah. there's a gag order in place. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just feel like if that was the case, Kenya would talk about it. I feel like Kenya doesn't want to talk about it because it would paint her to be a simple fool for getting with that man with no prenup and no nothing, just vibes. As much shit as she talk about the other women, all she had was vibes and and some dick. Instagram likes and vibes. And she, she spent a lot of time rubbing it in the other women's face when she did get married to Mark. She really did. That was like her whole personality that damn season. Then just for the next season, even though we saw it like in real time or while the last season was filming, then the next season, she up here sad to the motherfucker because they divorced and shit. When just last season, she was like, my man, my man, my ring, my man, you dusty bitches, my man. That damn show was her whole personality that one season. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Well. Was there anything else at the interview that stood up? Um, she said Marlo is a flop. The sky is blue. Yeah, <laughs> girl, <laughs> Kenya, <laughs> no fucking shit. Yeah, that's that's. She said Marlo is a flop, and how production is trying to paint Marlo as some type of victim and misunderstood individual when she really just a piece of shit and a felon. <laughs> Points were made. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. obvious points, but points were made. In fairness, yeah. points were made. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I mean, it, ain't, it ain't like us as the viewers ain't peeped that because, I mean, yeah, produ production might be trying to play on our face, but the North remembers. The niggas remember. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, Love and Marriage Detroit. So this week was the season finale, and there's going to be a reunion, and that reunion looks muy caliente. Did they say how many parts? It's probably gonna be two parts, maybe. I just know it was the they showed the 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 trailer for the first part, and okay. they are really into it. So they finally had they finally had that little uh what they call it not a talent show showcase showcase yeah a talent showcase and everybody stunk first of all. I there was not a star to standing. be had at the star factory. It was not a star at the star factory. Well, the girl that he, the artist that he'd been trying to develop, she wasn't bad. She for sure was not bad. She definitely need to go ahead with Lyric because Brandon is not doing it. At all. He's and not giving was, it up. I put it like that. She wasn't bad. But she damn sure wasn't good enough for all this. Yeah, no, I agree with Christina. She wasn't bad. She wasn't great, but she wasn't awful. It was a good performance. Like you could, I could see her being signed, and if they develop her enough, she she could. So we really finna, we really finna do this for this glorified talent show. She <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. She, you okay. know, she could she could have a we viral song on the internet. <laughs> 
She could definitely have a little viral song on the internet. You know, I'm not gonna Lee say she gonna Lee never around the house. She Lee ain't gonna Lee. never. She ain't gonna never have no hits. Well, I was but, gonna, well, I was gonna say she's all right, but she ain't. She wasn't nearly good enough for Brandon to do all that stupid, like unnecessary secret shit. All like, that lying and secret yeah, keeping. Exactly. No, no, exactly. he did not. He do not got the next Beyonce on his hands. No, exactly. he do not. You stupid ass. Nigga. He do not even got the next Keisha Cole on his hands. <laughs> Keisha, no, if you will. Oh god, he ain't got the next education connection, lady. Education, Adrian. I know this okay. is so I'm random, but this shit been on my mind for a minute. Do y'all remember when Romeo had a meltdown on national TV because they <laughs> made fun of his ITC tech <laughs> commercial, <laughs> his Everest commercial? Yeah. <laughs> That's been stuck in my mind all the time. And Master P comes switching with them big ass hips. <laughs> Don't let them tell you nothing wrong, son. Don't let them. <laughs> what is this impression? We no limit soldiers. You like, come on. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. Um, I just I don't know. The talent didn't jump out at the talent showcase. It didn't. It didn't, it didn't jump out. Now, what I will say is I'm not... Brandon having a white mom puts everything in a place for me. Don't it? Him <laughs> having a white mom, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Everything makes sense. It all makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And she looked like Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> yep. His mom looked like the lady from Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, not Jessica Lansbury. Yeah, yeah, look like Jessica Lansbury, and he got a lot of mommy issues, and so it oh, makes too. a lot of sense. Um, Christina had her thing at Harper Ray, and the ladies came, and I they did a lot of grandstanding for an accessory brand. Like this was a lot for a brand that don't sell nothing that's made out of real gold. Wait, what? Harper Ray is like a a glorified a glorified Claire's because I okay. went to it. Okay, and you would have thought that yeah, like the necklaces be like uh twenty dollars and shit like that. Like it ain't gonna give you gang green, but it's not gonna grain uh sheen. I tell you that it's definitely like twenty dollars, forty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> drag. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out the game for a while, dude. Yeah, it it definitely is just a glorified Claire's, honestly. And by all means, get your money, honey. But however, the most you can get is something gold plated. Oh no, they sell ten karat gold uh, nameplate necklaces for uh six hundred dollars. Mm. You said what? Mm. <laughs> what they selling for six hundred dollars? <laughs> 10 karat gold nameplate necklaces. Oh, okay. I'm not a jewelry person, so I don't don't know. Okay. We know that 10 karat is the lowest level where you can go. I do know that. Yeah, I do know this. Don't try to sell me no 10 karat gold for $600, bitch. I'll beat you up. And I mean that on my soul. Now, for that, you could take your ass right on down to the uh, Jared's. (laughs) Anyway, let Lyreek showed up and Brandon talked all that hot shit and then put the nigga out. As a matter of fact, he was whispering in Christina's ear. 
<laughs> Pillow talking like a bitch. No, Larik was trying to was trying to see what's up with the what's up. And Brandon walking away. Mm. He don't want them problems. No, nah, he don't. He can't fight. He got a white mom. Exactly. He got a white mom. He can't do shit. It's honestly. <laughs> now I was gonna say, honestly, this is not a bad first effort for love and marriage Detroit. This these are certainly some couples with a lot of marital problems. And I think season two really gonna blow the lid off of their marital problems. Brandon and Christina is they barely hanging on by a thread because in the preview for the reunion, basically when Brandon was pillow talking to that that other artist, he wasn't just pillow talking. He was saying shit like, I just really, I can't stand my wife. I do not like her. Like, I'm sorry. Ooh. You could tell a bitch I can't cook. I burnt up the biscuits. I don't fry chicken well. But to outright tell another woman, I, I do not like my wife. I don't like her as a person. I don't like her. We wouldn't be married. I'm going to be honest with you. If you don't like me and you are comfortable telling another woman you don't like me, we don't need to be together. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Because I'm going to end up knocking your head oh, between right. the stove and the refrigerator. Go ahead and free your head. She ain't real enough for that, so. Before I beat your ass half to death. <laughs> <laughs> don't <laughs> leave me. Don't don't go around telling motherfuckers you don't like me and I didn't birth your motherfucking kids and shit. Mm-mm. No. Don't do that at all. Like imagine telling imagine telling somebody you don't like me as your wife and you got a white mom. I know you fucking lying. <laughs> you don't like oh <laughs> yeah. Like she was like But she's still there, so right. And she still mm. she's still but you know why? Cause I feel like she be doing her little dirt too. Because the way I'm gonna be honest, Brandon told Christina why she don't fuck with Larique. So for you to stand in front of your husband and this man whispering in your ear and making small talk with you and you calling him by his government name, not even his industry name, she like, okay, now Sean, he like, don't nobody call me Sean unless they know me, know me. Mm. Mm. Something I, in them greens is greedy. Mm-hmm. It feel like they they emotionally cheat on each other. That's what it feel like. She just she just better at covering it up. Cause she certainly said Larique tried to come on to her and he had a crush on her and was shooting his shot. And so why would you even have that man in your presence talking in your ear and shit while your husband there? Get back. Mm-hmm. For sure. Getting her licked back so she can get licked from the back, if you will. Well, we know Mr. Halfway. Well, he got a halfway mama. He probably is filthy. He probably filthy. You think he had four levels or? I don't know, but them crackers get crazy with it. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably stick his tongue so far in her booty hole, it'd be coming out her throat. He's not an ugly man. He just fucking stupid. And it looked like on the reunion, he cut that hair off. Finally. Because, nigga, the goddamn Shanghai Nights ponytail was not working. You know who look like they don't have good sex between them couples? That fucking Anthony and his wife. Because they be trying to figure out who going to get hit from the back. The person with the biggest Ooh. hips get the back shots. Oh, Lord. It's going to be oh, Anthony God. every time. So she probably ain't had no dick in a month of, a month of Sundays. Because Anthony, Anthony thick like day old grits. 
He around there built like Saucy Santana. All right. Saucy Antana. Show title. Show title. No. <laughs> yes, nigga. What no. The fuck? no. <laughs> that is going to the group chat right now. No. No. They don't look like they have good sex. And she just, she always what? uptight. Her mouth always pucker like a lemon. But they don't look like they have good sex because they don't like each other. Yeah, they don't look like they like each other. Like they, like they don't look like they like, 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 like they don't like each other. They are unhappy. Anthony is a bitch. Uh, he don't have no bass in his goddamn voice. He messy. He mixy. Like I'm sorry, but a nigga that messy and mixy, you cannot convince me that he messy and mixy on the clip. You just not gonna convince oh me. Oh my that. lord, lord today. I do. If you just call this nigga salsa ass, I don't want to hear. I'm just saying. <laughs> but they, but not for real. They just look like an unhappy couple, and you can just tell. Like when two motherfuckers just don't not, don't look like they enjoy being around each other. You just know, like that. She getting this from. So, I feel like I've said this about about three couples today on this goddamn recording. But you know she getting outside dick from somewhere. I do feel like Toby and Kermit the Frog probably had good sex though, because that's what oh, Russell looked like. I was the so freak bull. Kermit the Frog, huh? Freak bull, freak bull. Russell has always struck me as like <laughs> that. <laughs> That athlete that you know somebody else was doing their homework for him, like mm-hmm. real sweet person, charming, all of that, but you just know all the pencils ain't sharpened in the box. Oh my god! <laughs> he got one pencil like he that's was sharp, eat, like he eat the lead out the pencils for sure. Listen, yeah, like, yeah. Like he listen, he ain't the all the pencils ain't sharpened, but as long as he got one that is sharp, somebody doing it for him. Yeah, like yeah. if he wasn't a good athlete, he would have stayed in the same class all day. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of the Mike Epps joke. Mike Epps told a joke, and he said, "I was, I was in the, I was in the special ed classes, and we had, we used to be in the same class all day, and the teacher told us." Put your helmet on and put your head down and take a nap. And he was like, "Bitch, we eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting beside Russell. <laughs> like I feel like sometimes Kobe catch him eating his boogers. Like it just, okay, so it's another episode. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Off the track. Yeah, we have definitely derailed (laughs) twice in one day. One first on reloading and now no, because he he got a he got a he got a look. He got a look. Yes, (laughs) he got a look about him. Oh my god. Maybe that's what that's maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's why he won't come in just to listen to him all the time, and because <laughs> he, 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 you know, <laughs> and that's he, why she won't listen to him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? 
He said, look, I'm good at one thing and one thing only, woman. Right, and that's why she like all the deals. I want to be there. She know this nigga will sign a contract. It will have him fucked up. She like <laughs> what you talking about? She like nigga. I know finna, it when I see it. She like nigga. You ain't finna put us in no three sixty deal, goddamn right. <laughs> this nigga signed a contract for a nigga named Jim instead of a workout gym. Like she, she know who she was. <laughs> And Kobe said, "You might put me in a 360, but you ain't finna put our finances." Oh, you ain't finna finesse two times me. <laughs> Ooh, we. Mm. Oh, oh man, I just want to say before we go, if there's anybody in life I aspire to be, is Tory Lane's lawyer. Because he made a killing off this man knowing he was going to motherfucking jail. And he was on, he was doing, he was doing interviews, talking about he was about to file an appeal and see if Tory could be bailed out while they filed a appeal against the verdict and the sentencing. You know where this motherfucker is at? He is in Italy <laughs> vacationing mm. with Tory's Not money. Not in a gondola. In a fucking gondola eating pizza sounding like Mario. It's a me, Mario. Yo, hey, not listen, not him being on a gondola when Torfin go to the gulag. <laughs> oh, choking bad. Like, oh my God. Well, good for him, because you had a lot of steps in between this and 10 years, so good for you. I mean, I, listen, I'm not mad at him for this, to be honest. Like, imagine you getting this case and you being like, and in the back of your mind, you like, this nigga going to jail, but he going to put him, he, he, he going to pay me this much, much amount of money? Well, shit, I mean. Because I'm still a lawyer, out whether I win your case or not. Shout out to Sager Parks. remember when phaedra was collecting attorney fees in the parking lot on her first Mm -hmm. season Mm -hmm. send them up you paid all this money to be stupid remember bobby brown said every time she represented him he went to jail (laughs) me in fairness bobby was a wild boy like true true (laughs) in fairness true but still Mm. Well, mm, good luck, mm, everybody, mm. except for Tori. <laughs> everybody having good luck off his <laughs> Everybody yeah. luck is just fine. Damn. A leprechaun with no full leaf clover. That's crazy. No pot of gold. Nothing. No. <laughs> A leprechaun with no lux. How <laughs> <laughs> tragic. <laughs> <laughs> It's folded under. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with a bob? Nothing. <laughs> he gonna be in that motherfucking slammer bobbing and weaving, boy. Mm. Oh, it's gonna be a saucy antenna in that prison that is coming for Tori. <laughs> Please leave me alone. <laughs> oh, well, we'll see y'all back in two weeks. <laughs> Provided we don't get kicked off the shit. <laughs> We ain't did nothing wrong. What's wrong with a few jokes? <laughs> I think we'd be pretty good. Because <laughs> it could have got worse. Yeah, Way worse. Yeah, it could have yeah. got worse. We could have got down in the gutter. That's the scary part, honestly. <laughs> well, 
be prepared for that in the next two weeks. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, no, I'm not. Anyway, um, bye, everybody. We're going to be back in two weeks. Bye, y'all. Stay out of trouble. Bye.